Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately gonna connect with. You're gonna totally, totally resonate. It's gonna totally be your vibe. And then there's gonna be other ones that you're gonna be like, eh, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. I always love being here because I feel like we can have a real conversation, right? And so for those of you that don't know me, my name is Nisha Gadsden. I'm up here in the purple background next to the amazing Alexander. Um, And, you know, my background is communications. I've been speaking. My mom said I started speaking like it very early, just talked her whole face off. But I I was... um, working on a teen talk show at 13, 14 years old, and um, went on to host an entertainment show in Chicago, um, worked on BET's Teen Summit, and so that might be aging myself a little bit. (laughs) Um, But I just love, love, love communicating in my my way, right, and doing it my way. And so um, I shifted from television, worked in education for a while, which I absolutely loved, um, worked in the pharmaceutical sales industry, um, uh, covering rare diseases and other um, specialties that I'm passionate about to help folks. Um, And, but I've been on this communications journey. And so I thought about today because today is Transformational Thursday. All right. And so I'm like, what can I impart that would be helpful to folks on Transformational Thursday? And the one thing that came to mind immediately was how we think of things, right? And the mindset necessary um, for where you're going, right? And so that is sort of the title of this chat um, that I'm going to have today. And I like it to be, you know, kind of interactive. And so, um, you know, if there's an opportunity um, towards the end, I want to chat and get your thoughts on just the mindset of where you're going, right? And so I think for some of us, we have a 2022, uh, we've set our 2022 goals, but we still have like a 2012 mindset, okay? And so what I mean by that is that if you are not thinking big enough, um, then you might as well, you just should stop thinking, right? We've got to think bigger. 
and we're not doing so for various reasons that I'm going to touch on. And I think what happens to us is that we don't think we are big enough, right? And so some of you may say, Nisha, I'm, I think I'm pretty great. I know I'm, I'm awesome. Okay, great. I'm going to challenge you on that in a little bit. There may be areas that you think you're great in other areas that you are kind of shortcutting yourself, right? And so I want to, us to level up our thinking and level up our mindset to go where we're headed. And so if we are going to develop a 2022 mindset, it must start with the stories that we tell ourselves. And so if you've been on Clubhouse, you know that there's some dynamic storytelling rooms and some of my friends run them. Andy Henriquez and Fanso do a beautiful job of helping people to tell their stories. But what I found that happens is that we create a narrative about ourselves that is not always favorable and it, and it goes far back in our lives. It didn't just start today, right? It goes back to like childhood. And so we, we've kind of put on a cap on like what we can do and what we have done. And when people ask us about our ourselves. It's like, yeah, you know, I'm all right. I'm a, <laughs> Oh, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm just, you know, you could have just run a, you know, a marathon, you could have written 75 books and you still are toting that you're all right. And there's something psychological in us that won't allow us to really, really level up our thinking about ourselves. And I want that to stop today in order for you to have the mindset for where you're going Okay, and we're using 2022 as an example because we know we're going to blink and we're going to be there, God willing, right? Then we have to make sure our mindset is ready to go where we are going. And so the stories that we tell ourselves, I'll give you an example that is a little bit deeper. I <clears throat> grew up single parent household. My mother, Shirley, I talk about her a lot on here. She's just, she's my girl. And um, sometimes she, she comes in the room when I'm speaking and, and it's, um, it's pretty hilarious to see her, um, on clubhouse, but, um, single parent household, um, my mom, my sister, my dad, I didn't meet until later in life. And, um, I was convinced he didn't want me just convinced. I grew up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And, um, you know, I would hear about him from time to time, but I did not have a relationship with him and it messed me up because I would see my friends and their dads, where everybody was like a daddy's girl. And I'm like, man, like, what did I do? I mean, what, maybe I talked too much. Maybe it was something about me that, that, that he didn't want me. And so as I got older, I learned more about him sort of from a distance, but still didn't have a relationship with him. And um, when I was working on my television show in Milwaukee, I, I um, went to dinner with a lady by the name of Terry Williams. And if you don't know who Terry Williams is, just Google her, she's like the best. She wrote this book called The Personal Touch. Uh, she used to be the publicist for Eddie Murphy and Janet Jackson, just a powerhouse. And so, you know, she, I met her and she, she just stared at me a bit. And I'm like, what? why is this lady looking at me like this? And she goes, there's something that is plaguing you. I can tell like something is just not right within your spirit. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, what's wrong with me? And she's like, no, it has nothing to do with you. There's something else. And I said, well, I don't have a relationship with my dad and I'm, you know, I'm sad about it. I feel like, you know, there's something wrong with me. And she said, there's nothing wrong with you and you will get the opportunity to have the relationship with your dad. But what you have to do first is accept the apology 
that you may never get. And I was like, what? Like you talk about punch somebody in the face. I'm like, lady, I just met you. You do not have to be this harsh. Um, but it was a revelation because I'm like, maybe I, the apology, and maybe that's what I wanted because I was I was partly part sad and part mad about the dynamic between us. And so when the opportunity came and I met him, I was still mad, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, if, we're, if we are to have a real conversation, I was still mad and I wasn't as open as I probably should have been. But as I thought about what Terry told me and as I've prayed about it, I'm like, okay. Like, what I had to come to grips with is I'm not gonna get that walk in the park, right? As a, as a, as a little girl or you know, he's not going to take me to the playground to play or anything like that. I'm too old for that. At this point, I'm 19, 20 years old when we started to formulate a relationship. But what I thought was maybe we can start from here. And though our relationship won't be that, it can be this, right? And so it was a mindset shift that young in my life where I realized we can still have something. And something is better than nothing. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so ultimately we developed a relationship and it was mostly encompassed with me. I went to uh, Chicago for college, for undergrad, uh, Columbia College of Chicago. Shout out to Columbia, a great arts and entertainment school. And um, I, I used to drive back home to Milwaukee on the weekends to visit my dad. And we would sit there and it was, it was quite hilarious because we, <laughs> we would sit and watch football. Now, what he didn't know about me is that my mother taught me football, right? And so my mother was a big Green Bay Packers fan. I mean, if you know me, you know yesterday me and Andrew had a dynamic uh, conversation, and he used to be the VP of the Green Bay Packers, and I am obsessed. Uh, and so my dad and I would sit and watch the Green Bay Packers, and I knew the plays, and I would, you know, I'm like yelling at the TV, and I remember just, he would just stare at me. Like, who is this? <laughs> who Who is this girl? Mind you, I had two brothers that I had also met. Um, and it, I think he was just shocked because my brothers weren't really big football fans. So it's like, really? The girl is the football fan? Who knew? And so we developed this relationship and it was short. It was only a few years. My, my dad passed away um, at 60 years old. But before he passed, uh, he, was, he had a, a stroke and I went to the hospital to see him. And nobody was in the room. And so I had that moment and I, I, I've been praying and praying and I'm like, Lord, just give me the words to liberate him, to make him feel better about my, our relationship. And so I go sit next to him and I said, dad, I want you to know, I forgive you. And, and the nurse walked in and I look up at her. I said, I just said something to him. Do you think he heard me? And we both looked at him and a single tear dropped. And she looks at me and she goes, yep, he heard you. And she walked out. And so <clears throat> the power there is that now I get to tell you this story. And I am not on the side of anger, right? I really am so grateful for that. Um, dynamic between us and the opportunity to have met him for and spend time with him for the time that I did. And so instead of creating this narrative of, oh, you know, I just I didn't have my dad around. I'm so I'm so angry, but I'm not angry. I'm not angry. And so it starts with the stories that we tell ourselves. If there's the opportunity for you to go back and all of our stories are different. Right. And and your stories may be deeper and they may be harder 
and they may have trauma attached to them. But the liberation necessary for you to go forth is going to take you saying, listen, I will no longer be held captive by the story that I've told myself. I've got to change and shift the narrative for me, not for anybody else. We so often do things for other people. This is your time to choose you and shift the story that you tell yourself about your life and the things that have happened in your life. And then guess what? You can go forward. You can go forward. You can be the winner in this story that you've created. But oftentimes we're not winners in our own stories. We've always, we, we elevate everybody else around us. Everybody else is so great. And we're like, eh. I mean, I'm all right. You know, I'm just, and I tell you this because I do this all the time. I just had a conversation with a friend about this last night. I can be very self-sabotaging to myself. Not, I don't always recognize it. You know, I'm always trying to elevate somebody else. That is just in my DNA. But I think what we have to understand is that we can elevate other people and not diminish ourselves, right? And so the mindset of where we're going is in the stories that we tell ourselves about ourselves, right? And, and we can have hard conversations too. I'm not saying gloss over the fact that there are things <clears throat> that you need to do. There are goals that you still need to achieve, right? I know there's some high achievers in this room that are like, Nisha, listen, I am not mediocre. <laughs> I am excellent. I, I, I wake up excellent. I go to sleep excellent. You must not know me, Nisha. And I know you. You're excellent. And shout out to you. But you can even push yourself further. You can push yourself further. And we have to do that. I think, again, there are limitations that we have put on ourselves that um, now we are required to level up. And you have somebody like me who, I mean, I come as I am, very open and honest about my life's experiences so that if nothing else, they may bless somebody else, right? I have lived in sort of this shell of myself forever, forever. I have been in the corner in sort of the fetal position of my life trying to figure it all out. I have been this weird, um, you know, extroverted introvert forever. I'd be the person who would go speak on a stage and, you know, then afterwards chat with people and then go back to my hotel room and just like sit in silence. Like, I don't want to talk to anybody <laughs> for hours. <laughs> that was a lot. Okay. That was so much. It happens too on, on Clubhouse. I don't know if you experience it, but sometimes you talk so much on Clubhouse that you literally have to go sit in silence, which is difficult for somebody like me because I have a five-year-old daughter, a three-year-old son. And if you know anything about kids, they don't silence. Like who, who, who knows what that, they don't know what that is. So it's difficult, but I try it. Sometimes you will find me in my closet, just sitting on the floor and uh, <laughs> don't tell them. I'm, I'm serious. Do not tell them that's where I am. And so the part of this journey and a part of where we're going is understanding that our mindset is going to shift, right? Um, we are going to affirm ourselves differently. And I'm one, I'm of the belief that we, we can have all the affirmations and we can do all the things, but the action needs to be attached. And if you heard my last talk, that is what I focused on getting out of your own way, attaching the action to it. And so all of this starts with mindset, but it ends with action. I can tell you all this 
And if it sits in your mind, then that's, you do nothing for yourself. Apply action. And I promise you, your life will change substantially. We are enduring something so different in the world right now. We know this. And every day it changes. And it's like, what is happening? You know, I, I stand in a consistent state of awe. Uh, but then I also know that there's nothing new under the sun, right? We know that none of this is really new, um, but it's, it's it's new for many of us. And so it's um, it's hard to deal with at times, but we need each other to pull through. And what happens so often is that we are at a war with each other. We, everybody's got different beliefs. People are arguing about this and arguing about that. And it's like, if we could just come together about some things, right? Some of our struggles are the same, right? When we talk about mindset and shifting our mindset, a lot of us are aligned there, but we never talk about it because we don't want anybody to know that we have deficiencies. I'm not, I'm not telling people about my weaknesses and what I struggle with. I gotta, I'm, I gotta, I'm on Clubhouse. Everybody thinks I'm just the greatest person in America and beyond. You know, I can't, I can't tell them that I struggle, you know, with, with my thoughts. I can't tell them that I don't feel like I'm as great as they think I am. Oh my God, what would the world think? Let me tell you what the world would think. They would think that you're human. They would think that you're just like them and they would have somebody to talk to. They would have an advocate. They would have um, somebody to share stories with. They would have somebody to go on this journey with because it's better together. It's hard to go alone, right? And so if we are going to journey and head into 2022, right, we have got to be willing to have the hard conversations. And a part of having that conversation is understanding that there are three steps necessary to shift our mindset. The first one is knowing that you are enough. I don't care what your achievements are. I don't care how many great things that you've done. Some folks still struggle with the mindset of not feeling enough. We, we're going to cancel that today. You are more than enough, period. You are enough. You woke up this morning. There's the opportunity to do something new and do something different. If you weren't proud of what you did yesterday, today is a new day. You can do something different. Your mindset can shift in an instant. We make it difficult. We make it very difficult. And we think, oh my God, it's going to take me years. It's not. It, it starts with your intention to change right now. And it's small steps. I always say baby steps are still steps. They're steps. Start somewhere. And so you are enough. That's the first step. The second one is uh, you deserve to have positive thoughts that become positive action. What is your thought? What are your thoughts like when you're by yourself? What are you thinking? Is it self-sabotaging? Is it um, negative? Is it not a space to propel you forward? If you're not going forward, you're, you're, you're going backwards, right? We don't have time to go backwards. We've got too many different things to do. We can impact the world. We can do great things. But if your mindset is stuck and if you're thinking these negative things and if you're not willing to shift your mindset, you will go essentially nowhere. And that's, I mean, it's counterproductive to what I believe you are called and meant to do. And the third thing is nobody is out to get you. Jack came forward as he created sales 
by over 136%. My name is Travis Flaherty. We have seen over 55% increase in sales. Jeremy Allen here. We finished our month off at not even a 20% increase, but a 30% increase. Hey guys, Jean Paul Guidry here. Now I've experienced massive increases of 156%, collectively 125%. My name is Kevin Strasnatter. We went an increase of 50%. 50%, we went from 50 units to 75 units. We got a 39% growth in volume. This stuff works! I'm Glenn Lundy, creator of the 800% Club. The results that we've been getting out of the 800% Club are ridiculous. Everything that you just heard all happened in the first 90 days. So I wanna open this up, helping more dealers across the country. We're now enrolling for 800% Club members. So look, the time is now. It's time for you to protect your legacy. Head on over to 800EliteAutomotiveClub.com to learn more. Sometimes we create this narrative, and, and we hear this all the time, you know, that there's so many haters. These haters are after me. Who, where are they? <laughs> Who are the haters? Where? Where are they in your backyard? Where where do you keep these haters? You know, they no. It's fun to create this this sort of thought process that, oh my God, there's so many people out to get you. Who can like first of all, we don't even have time to focus on them. We don't have time to focus, even if they existed, we don't have time to even give them one thought. So not, let's not focus on anybody else. Everybody's not gonna like you, and it's okay. It's okay. There are so many people that will. And so if you can focus on them, then, oh my God, think about how your life shifts, how the narrative shifts, right? We don't have time to focus on people that don't serve us. What, what would be the point? There's just, there's just no point. And so I offer those three things because they're simple. And we're not gonna make this difficult because we have to evolve and grow. This is Transformation Thursday. It's starting like right now. It's starting right now. I'm even thinking of things of like, okay, what can I do today? What can I put in motion today? And I'll tell you where I'm going to start, honestly, is that self-sabotaging talk. I, I experience it. I do it without even thinking about it. Uh, I'm stopping that today. It doesn't mean I'm going to walk around with like, you know, a big head and just, oh my God, let me tell you how great Nisha is. And, you know, and just talk about <laughs> how fantastic I am. Um, but if somebody asks me about what I've done, I'm gonna tell them without apologizing. I'm going to tell them without saying, oh yeah, but I still have so much more to do. I've done a, a lot of great things, period. Not a comma, period. Yes, I'm still adding to that list because I'm still here. And as long as I, I'm here, I've got work to do, right? And so I'm putting the pressure on myself because, again, we, we are not called to mediocrity. We're called for greatness. And greatness requires us to push forward, push forward, knock out all those things on your to-do list, knock out those goals. 22, 2022 is upon us. Let's get it. But what we won't do is diminish what we've done. And so that is essentially the mindset necessary to take us into 2022 and what is necessary for us for, for us to achieve right now. So I have about 
eight minutes left. I want to open it up to the stage. And if folks have questions or comments, I'd love to engage in a conversation. Uh, I hope that this has blessed you today. Uh, and, and I hope that change comes and action comes uh, from this conversation. It, it is about the stories we tell ourselves. And I promise you, if we shift the narrative, fantastic things will happen. So um, you can flash your mic if you have questions, you have things to say. I see uh, Brad, my brother Brad, go ahead. Hey, friend, I um, a great job. I think, man, one of the unfortunate things that we have in common, um, hopefully it's the only thing on the list, uh, is is this self-sabotage talk and this ability to see our our history and to know the work we've done and the, and the things that we've done well and who loves us and who's poured into us because that's also a really great way to measure who we are and and still in spite of it in spite of the receipts say things that are that are defeating and uh, and can hurt us and so I man it's it's kind of nice to hear you talk. This must be what it's like to be on a phone call with you when I don't constantly interrupt you. Um, <laughs> so, so, so it was a nice way to start my morning, sis. I appreciate you helping me with that perspective as I start my work day. I value you. I value you. I appreciate that, Brad. Anybody else? Uh, Tim, go ahead. Oh. Nisha, oh man, great job, great job. And I'm, I'm going to start off with that 2022 to 2012 mindset shift was a great start because I was thinking about that and everyone has so many, you know, desires and aspirations to be great in 2022, but we still have that lingering, I want to say seed planted in our mind that we're not good enough. Um, and for me, it, it kind of really struck a chord with me. It really wasn't a trigger, but it struck a chord with me about, you know, my father when he wasn't around when I was growing up. And then obviously me, uh, becoming a father and realizing that I was sharing some of them tendencies that I saw that he demonstrated not being around and then having to go to court and realizing as I was going to court, the court system was trying to define me as someone who I realized I was not. Um, and, and it was a long road, but, you know, obviously through God's grace and, you know, removing myself from some individuals that were not serving me well and to be able to then move into a light of like-minded and like-hearted people, you know, I was able to actually not only care for my son where he was in another home, but then move with me in Pennsylvania and then get him to graduate through Penn State University. So that was a huge accomplishment. But what I realized was this, it wasn't really about me at that point in time. It was really about understanding that the seed that I planted in my mind over those years had to be nurtured and it had to be nurtured with fertile ground. Um, so, you know, I, I say to so many people, as we go through this new year, go into this new year with COVID and everything that's going on, there has to be a real conversation with self, right? I, I say this a lot with my clients about growing and that's get reality over with. What is your current reality? Be truthful about it, be transparent, anchor yourself to someone that is greater than yourself and let them carry you if you can't carry yourself. So I think at the end of the day, it's all about not allowing those negative thoughts to, to live in your mind rent free and don't become and become unapologetic. So I really appreciate your insight, your story. Uh, and that teen summit, I was with you on that. So it was all good. So I appreciate <laughs> your comments. And uh, this is Tim and I love you like cooked food. I'm out. 
Oh my goodness. Thank you, Tim. That is so funny. And yes, what an awesome testimony you just gave. And uh, I think that is what, that's what it's all about. So thank you so much, brother. Scott, I think I saw you on mic. Or Sarah. Yes, ma'am. Uh, Nisha, I mean, you know how much I love you. There are two things you said that um, really stood out to me in a whole amazing share. I like when you said you're excellent and shout out to you, but you can push yourself further. I love that encouragement. I think especially on this stage of high achievers of saying like, that's great. Go further. Like Tim was saying, what are you doing in 2022? Um, and the other thing that I liked when you said is you were like, where are these haters? Are they in your backyard? Are they actually in your backyard? I need to like remind myself that of like, no, they're not in my backyard. You know what I mean? So why do we give them that mental space? So I just love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for filling in today. Of course. And it looks like Dr. Janie. Yes. Good morning, Nisha. What a great segment. You and I could sit on the couch and have some tea. <laughs> yes, we could. You know, one of the things that you said that really made me think about what a lot of people can relate to is that self-sabotage, that critic in our head. And from a standpoint of society of being successful and excellent, sometimes you're trying to prove that voice wrong in your head. You're chasing after other people's validation. You're trying to be seen because you really don't feel seen and important. So it's so important for us to think about what we think about and really listen. The 69% when we wake up, our automatic thoughts are negative. So if we stop and observe what we really think about, I mean, we really can change that narrative that's really just starts with us. So thank you so much for this segment. What a great segment. Appreciate you, Dr. Janie. Thank you, Dr. Janie. Fanzo. Oh, Nisha, love you. Uh, top of the morning. And I, I tell you what, I, I love, you know, from a communication and speaker perspective, your ability, and I put this, you know, I sent you a text, you know, I, your ability to shift your, you know, explain a story, share actionable takeaways and things that we can think about while also integrating humor is an amazing talent. I mean, amazing talent. And you can do it. I've had the luxury to see you do it in person, on the phone with me, on Clubhouse. And I think, you know, thinking about the things in your life and the way that you've been able to persevere and continue to grow, you know, while staying, you know, humble and sharing these things with us, to me, is like one of those beautiful recipes of, you know, all of the things in your life, you know, up until where we are at in these moments are going to not only, you know, set the future on fire, but I believe, you know, continue to push not only everyone around you, but push everyone to, you know, become better. And I feel like, you know, you're definitely one of those people that, you know, everyone wants to be your friend, but people don't even realize that just knowing you and being able to be in your presence is is more than, you know, most of us could ask for. So Nisha, you're a rock star. I'm excited to be on the journey with you. And uh, this was great. Oh my God, Sandy. you want to make me cry this morning? Because I mean, it's it, it's happening. Glenn, oh my God, hi, hi, hi brother. Nisha. How are you? You do, you, you well, I know you're doing good. I know you're doing good because you're in here dropping dropping bombs and dropping all kinds of wisdom. And I just want to reflect also what Fanzo um, just said there, just having you in our space is really truly uh, a gift. You have a certain energy and a certain way of speaking and the way that you flow. It's almost like music, right? Like listening to you talk is almost like a, it's like a song, the way that it, the way that you choreograph and paint images for us. So I really appreciate that. And I wanted to shout out to Fanzo also, who 
I know yesterday uh, lived out one of his big dreams and was on the Jumbotron speaking at a huge, tremendous event. And Fanzo, I just want to thank you also for allowing us to go on that journey with you, uh, following following you on Instagram, seeing the behind the scenes before the event and you sharing your, your thoughts and trepidations and, and your, you know, the dreams and all the hard work that you've put in to get to that stage and, and then being on the stage and being on the Jumbotron, like it's just, it's amazing. And I'm just so grateful that we live in a time where we can, we have access to amazing superhumans as they are going on their journeys, right? Like prior, like in the past, we just saw the result. You saw somebody, all of a sudden they were at the top, but you couldn't see the journey. And the journey is where we can really all connect. And that's what I love about the way that Nisha shares is we get to go on a journey with her and Fanzo, the way you're sharing on your Instagrams and the things that you're doing in your social uh, that journey is so inspiring. So thank you to both of you. You guys are amazing superhumans. And quick shout out to Tim. I sent you a message too, man. That uh, vulnerability of your share right there was awesome. And I've been following you on Insta too. And I just love the way that the way the way that you talk and inspire all of us. So just wanted to share that. Thank you guys. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Glenn. Hey, Nisha, I can ask you. Can I jump in there real quick? It's Lewis. Uh, uh, sure, Lewis. But I have to turn it over. It's got to be quick. Go ahead. Yeah, real quick. No. Um. What you were talking about today sounded like the curriculum from Landmark Education, where they talk about your story, your act. Um, and when you said that you can, you, you know, you can overcome this, like right now, you got to be in a moment. And uh, yesterday I did that. I walked into a customer's office. We're both in pharmaceutical sales. So, you know, difficult customer. I had all these stories in my mind and I just put it on the table and I said, look, I'm trying to build a better relationship with you. And I apologize to him, you know, for for the way I approached him in the past. And we start, I started to move up that relationship ladder from just stopping the stories in my mind and just addressing it, you know, the reality of the situation by, you know, telling that customer how I felt and what my intentions were. So uh, I don't know if you've taken landmark education before, but uh, it's a, a good way to handle uh, some of these issues that you're talking about. Thank you. Bye. Love it, Lewis. No, I've not, but I will definitely check it out. And fantastic um, share. I know what that's like. And so it's nice to kind of go up that relationship ladder. So thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.